Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse the Planet's here. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. We're going to bring you a show today that we did as a boardroom chat on our social media. And the title of it is, They Say It's of the Devil, But It's Not. And we're talking about being baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Some people say that speaking in tongues is of the devil. No, it's not. Notice the difference between the Peter of the Gospels and the Peter of the Epistles. Night and day, what happened? He got filled with the Holy Ghost. Call a friend, tell them to turn that television on. They're going to enjoy this. It's going to be a blessing. It's informative. It will help you in your spiritual nutrition. So watch this and be blessed. Take some notes and learn what God has for you. If you got your Bibles, let's get spiritual, okay? Praise yeah, God. that's I what we want to I want you to go to the book of Acts chapter 18. You get to study the Word of God again together I want to ask, you. Yeah, I want to ask you a question because it, 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 a lot of people think this is very controversial. Some people have separated it from the normal denominational, non-denominational, interdenominational, and they said it, it, that goes more over into the independent side. And you know what I'm talking I about. I don't know what you have no idea right where I'm now. going. That's what it's, hallelujah. He likes to start I, I like to letting me know. Anything. In the book of Acts, in the book of chapter Acts. 18, chapter, I want to start I reading. I that, chapter 18. With verse, oh, 24. And a certain Jew named okay. Apollos, okay. born Alexandria, an eloquent man, so he's brilliant, and mighty in the scriptures, smart as a whip, 25. came to Ephesus. Hmm. Verse 25, the man was instructed in the way of the Lord and being fervent in the spirit, hmm. he spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. Mm -hmm. And he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, whom when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him into them and expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly right. or more maturely. Completely, too, is another word. And when he was deposed to pass into Achaia, the brethren wrote, exhorting the disciples to receive him, mm. who, when he was come, helped them much which had believed through grace. For he, for he mightily convinced the Jews, and that publicly showing by the scripture that Jesus was the Christ. Mm. Now, this guy could talk. Apollos. This guy was homiletical, hermeneutical, philosophical, theological. He was brilliant, sharp, but he wasn't matured. He was a fervent in spirit, but in a more perfect way. And I, that's why I want to get to it. I want you to listen to it. Now, Acts chapter 19, hmm. verse 1. And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples, he said unto them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? And they said unto him, we have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. Hmm. And he said unto them, unto what then were you baptized? And they said unto John's baptism. Then said John, John, then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him, which should come after him, that is on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, mm -hmm. the Holy Ghost. Praise God. The Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Subsequent to salvation. Right. I'm not going to fight you doctrinally. Hmm. But watch this. Fervent in spirit. He knows Jesus. He's born again, this Apollos guy. Right. He's eloquent. He's getting people saved. 
My Lord, he can convince people because of his fervency in spirit and his understanding of scripture, but he lacketh thou one thing. Mm -hmm. And Paul said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Mm -hmm. So this is subsequent. Verse six, and when Paul laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them and they spake with tongues and prophesied. And all the men were about 12. I want to talk about that because this has been a very controversial thing for, for 2,000 years. Some people say being filled with the Spirit or being, speaking in tongues is of the devil. I've heard that many, many times. You know, and I've been preaching 46 years. And some people still believe that. What I want to know, and Kathy, you knew me before I was saved. Was I a devil? Was I a good heathen? <laughs> Let's just be honest it, here. Yeah. I was a very you good heathen. You didn't speak in tongues. No. <laughs> I spoke, spoke, I cursed every, every other word. I was a heathen. Yeah, you didn't I was have full a of the language. devil. Right. I didn't care about nobody but myself. Selfish. Could be mean as a snake. All my friends were like the same, but none of my friends spoke in tongues. Hmm. You see, ladies and gentlemen, if it was of the devil, Jesse Duplantis would have found it. Mm -hmm. But then I went to church and I got saved, I became fervent in spirit. Yes. Ooh, man, I could, I could talk. I didn't know much about Jesus, but I could talk and convince you that Jesus was the Christ. Yes. No, no, I'm not comparing myself to that Apollos. That was even before you got born again. Well, I, mean, no, I mean, before you got filled with the Holy Ghost. That's right. That's what, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm leading up to. Mm -hmm. See, I could, I, could, I could convince you that Jesus was the Christ. Because he was alive. Even the Jews, because I was fervent and it was just, it was, it was emanating out of me. It was like, I'm like a volcano, you know, coming out of me. But then Kathy had the great idea to get me filled with the Holy Ghost, which turned out to be, it would make a good variety show. I, I many attempts. <laughs> Remember the first time I had you So she said, what, she said what Paul said, Jesse, since you believe, have you, you received see. the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues? Now, I'm not going to fight you on doctrine here. We got some people say you can receive the Holy Ghost without tongues and this and that. But the reason why I love the tongues, the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues, and there's a difference between a message in tongues and interpretations and then being filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost is it's a language that the devil can't understand. And you can't either. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because <laughs> Satan is spiritually dead. And people that understand these tongues are spiritually alive. They got something, something greater. And what happens, if you notice uh, in the upper room, before they went in there to be filled with the Holy Ghost with tongues of fire, that God spoke whoo, fervently. They were scared. They were hiding, even though they got born again because Jesus breathed upon them to receive the Holy yes, Spirit, fervent in spirit. 20, 22. I'm telling you, man, it was powerful, but yeah. something... It was real about this. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, today, we needed to do a boardroom chapter. A boardroom chapter. This is real today. Yes. Now, my problem, I want to get into the, the funny part of it, was I tried to think the Holy Ghost. How can you speak in tongues when you don't know how? See, I was intellectual in my thinking. I was like Apollos. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. I mean, I know how to get saved now. Believe in my heart, confess with my mouth, Jesus rose, but rose from the dead. Yeah, but now we're going to lay hands on you and we're going to pray and you're going to be filled with the baptism. I was willing. Yes, you were. But I just couldn't get it. <laughs> so they'd say, start, I'd be praying and they'd say, well, start praising the Lord. So I was praising English, the language I knew. Father, I thank you, I bless you, I holy. They said, now stop, talk, now quit speaking in English and spraying tongues. 
Well, I'd stop talking because I didn't know how to speak in tongues. I was trying to think, well, what's the message? I mean, well, I, I, you know, I couldn't get it. I remember and you that, got so mad at me because well, I wouldn't get that it. that day we weren't in church. <laughs> we were in a house. We were at his sister's, half-sister's house there in Indiana <laughs> was, or somewhere. Right. And uh, we, all three of us, me, his sister, and her husband, were filled with the Spirit. We were born again and, and filled with the Spirit and with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And we knew Jesse needed this. And so, <laughs> they always knew what I the, needed. It was in the Bible. Y'all still I, like that, I knew that because that's what empowered me. <laughs> mm -hmm. I remember I got born again watching Billy Graham on TV. We've talked about that on the chat before. But there came a time where I felt in my spirit, my spirit was yearning for more. I knew I needed more empowerment to... I guess, believe for you to get born again. or the, That was just the growth. I needed to grow to that. Right. And I remember telling you, Jesse, I need more. And you must have heard about it from your mother or different things because you had more experience in the gospel than I did in, in church. Your parents drug you to church. Like you say, you had a drug problem. Uh, as a oh, yeah. I knew a lot about God, but I didn't know God. Well, you knew about the Holy Spirit, which I didn't even know about. I was kind of like these people. I didn't even know there was such a thing as the Holy Ghost. When you told me that, I said, what is that? And so, Well, I always heard of Casper the Friendly Ghost, but I never <laughs> heard of the Holy Ghost until Mama said the Holy Ghost. Yeah. But I thought Mama was nuts. I can say that now because she's in heaven. I said, oh, this, this is nuts. I mean. But this, yet you, know. you still told me that's what well, I needed. And so well, I called that's up. because Mama said it. I didn't think Mama would lie to Mama's me. Mama was right. Mama was right. Mama was right. I told her, well, what happened was Kathy, she was struggling. Listen, I'm a heathen from hell. You understand? And she said, you know, I just don't feel it. I said, the reason why you don't feel it, girl, and I was making fun of the preachers, is because you need the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Now, I'm laughing. I'm he thinking this is so funny. He was repeating something he had heard. As My a mama kid, said, I was just. His mother said, but God was using. But you that caught that. You went, what Holy Ghost? Crazy man. <laughs> what you talking about, Jesse? What you talking about? And Kathy I heard about flew. It. She said, yeah. I'm going home. I didn't know what she was well, going I home his, for. I called your mother. Yes. And she told me about a revival that was going on in that town and that I needed to fly down and go to church with her because I was going to receive the Holy Spirit. So I cost was me $450 for Kathy to get the Holy Ghost. I'll never forget that. I paid day. for we that. We were in a little that tiny ticket. church. <laughs> That you always got to go back to that. Yeah, I got to get there because I want to make it real. It's this real, woman folks. leaves just like the disciples. A timid, uh, didn't say too much. She loved Jesus, fervent spirit about her confession of Christ. Two weeks later, meet me in Chicago. I'm going to get to that point, then we're going to deal with this. All of a sudden, by then, I'm waiting there at the gate. Here comes Kathy off the plane in Chicago. Looks at me, she said, you in trouble, baby. That's right. I got it. I got the power. <laughs> I got the power. I said, you got the, I done forgot about the Holy Ghost stuff. I, yeah. You got the power. She said, I've been filled with the Holy Ghost. And I done put I the see. crosshairs on you. <laughs> My God. And I thought, oh, gee, I thought it was a joke. That's I thought true. it was trying to be fun, you know, right. be funny. But you took it serious. Now, I go did. ahead. Go ahead and finish your, your statement. My statement. Did you not forget? No, I didn't forget. <laughs> okay. But it, our stories are so intertwined. It's, mm -hmm. you know, but my life was, uh, I love God with all my heart. I'd read the word much, and I had just been born again maybe about a year and a half. And then I knew I needed more. I remember going into that the church service that day, and they were, the pastor preached or, or introduced the evangelist. There was a guest evangelist there that day. And uh, I remember going to the front when he called people forward that needed to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I went, I was one of the first ones in the line. There was probably about 12 of us. And then I remember when he laid hands on me, I instantly began to be speaking another language. And I had a, the power of God came upon me. And you didn't me. know how to speak in any other I language. I had never spoken in any other language. I took French. 
in high school. <laughs> I can conjugate the verbs, you know. She's sweet, Kathy. Anyway, uh, I knew a few words, but I didn't have. This was something so real and so powerful. I remember what being did it feel there. Like? I remember it was like almost like a. I was looking at myself. I mean, I could hear. Was it like my, a rush? You know, I was a drug head, man. No, I never with, had a rush. You never had a rush. I wasn't a druggie. No, you weren't a druggie. But I experienced the, the overwhelming well, power no. of God, and I began to speak. And I could hear this person scream. I know this sounds funny. But, I mean, I could hear someone in the room screaming. After a while, I realized it was me. There was such an amazing release of God's power from deep within. That's what I that mean I began rush. to speak. And I, don't, I know that I was declaring and speaking and things that needed to be said for my own life. I found, you know, this is what happens. They say when they heard the people speaking in tongues, oh, yeah. they were declaring the wonderful works of God. That happened on the day of Pentecost. But that also is what happened. The Holy Spirit can't contain, that's just what his, out, the outflow of the Holy Spirit is to declare and glorify God. And I believe that's what I was doing that day. And it was energizing me. It was strengthening me. And it was building me up. And I was so supernaturally You could feel it coming changed. from way down low, in a sense? I'm trying to get to the normal part of this, the natural thing, like a rush. It's not normal. No, it's I know no it's way, not normal, but I'm close saying to normal. for people that don't have <laughs> it this. It was supernatural. Catholic, okay. For people that don't have this, they're thinking like I thought before I got there. Well, how do you feel this? What is this? That's what I'm trying to get to you there. Yeah. And it was like, well, I call it a rush because that's, well, that's the generation I was raised. It was, well, let me make it simple. It's when you fell in love with me, you had a rush. <laughs> you just couldn't help yourself. It what? just come upon you. Praise God. <laughs> Kathy says I'm a legend in my own mind. <laughs> I'm trying to not make it funny. What I'm trying to say is I was trying to do what some of these people are saying. Wait a minute. but uh, I, I love Jesus. I'm saying, but how do I get this? Because yes. I find, and I hate to say this, a lot of Pentecostal people made it hard to get Well, you know, the key is there. And it's a phrase. And it says, receive ye the Holy Spirit. That's the words, receive it. So the person proclaiming it says, receive it. Yeah. And that person who's on the other end of it has to accept it. And receive means take it. I received it. I mean, it's like if someone wants to give you a gift, right. your arms are just down and you're looking around, you're ignoring it. You'll never get that gift. Right. But well, I, my heart was open to receive. And I said, Lord, whatever it is, I want everything you have. Yeah, but see, I took away all the limitations, all the, the restrictions, because I wanted everything that God had for me that day. But, I came expecting, and okay, that's part of it. Okay, when you were about ready to receive, was, did someone talk to you all about how to receive Not it? Not at all. Not, Not at all. really. See, I they told me that. to get it, but... Didn't, didn't tell me how to receive it. Kathy didn't to be told how to receive it, but Kathy was way more tender than I was. I was intellectual in my, quote, quote, religiosity. Even though I was born again, I was trying, wait a minute, you how, how, you, to, uh, how you figure this thing out? I was rationalized. And that's what I was trying to get. To. I wasn't just trying to make it funny. I wanted to know how you felt, what's going on. And I'm pretty sure that Apollos probably had the same thing. Eloquent speech, powerful. Well, I know yeah, the, how, those how people. Do you, how do you get this? Also, those people that were in the upper room didn't know what to expect. I mean, they were gathered there. Oh, Jesus man. told them to go and tarry. There was 120 people there, men and women, not just those disciples. And they were waiting in that room, tarrying, praying, interceding, doing what Amen. they knew to do. And then at that moment, the Holy Spirit, that was the day of Pentecost. It was 50 days after Jesus' resurrection. The day of Pentecost was there. And that was the evidence of God's presence in the earth. And it was like fire came down from heaven into that room. And all of them, the Bible says, began to speak in an unknown tongue, a language that they didn't, ever, they didn't learn in the natural, but they began to speak and declare the wonderful works of God. And the Bible talks about there were people gathered there in Jerusalem that day from every nation under heaven, and they heard. They now, heard see, it. I don't know if 
it, the languages they spoke, particularly with those languages, I've often thought that. I think so. But I've recently talked about how it was a miracle in the hearing as well. They began to hear those supernatural. It may have been a heavenly language, but they understood that heavenly language in their own in their own natural tongue. Why did you scream? You want me to tell you why? Go ahead. The Holy Ghost is very loud. Oh yeah. And suddenly there's a sound, a sound. from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Right. Now, a Russian mighty wind, we just came through Hurricane Ida last year, uh, uh, and that was a Russian mighty wind. And the Bible said it filled the house. Rushing, and when it, not a Russian. Uh, yeah, rushing. rushing. Yeah, whatever. You know, <laughs> praise God. Loud, loud, loud. See what I'm saying? Well, I find when I got born again, it wasn't loud. It was more of an inward thing. When you receive the baptism, it's more of an outward thing. Let me make this simple for you in your intellect. See, when you get born again, oh, Jesus, so wonderful, blessed. You just, he just, pours a bucket of love all over you, and it's just wonderful. But when you get the Holy Ghost, fire comes out. It's, it's an inward thing it's to be baptism. born again. An it's outward an immersion thing. into oh, his presence. It just comes out, man. And, and, and what it happened was, and I believe that's what happened to Apollos. And Apollos probably was thinking, I ain't never heard of way with it. And uh, because he was trying to find that in Scripture, but God was about ready to do something. Now, what the church world has done for 2,000 years is try to deny that that, uh, that, that exists today. That was only for the apostles. And that time is gone. They said miracles. And, they, and Paul said, I speak in more tongues than all you. And, you know, we can get into a doctrinal dispute right and there. And Paul wasn't one of those 120 in that upper room. Right, for those no. of you that are maybe new to the scriptures, but he came later. What gave you the power to combat me <laughs> was the Holy Ghost. And I just... Uh, I needed reinforcements. She needed reinforcement. Sure. <laughs> and that's why Mama said, you get on this plane, you fly to New Orleans because you're going to get this Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. now, when I, and th now, all of a sudden, this very timid girl that wouldn't say three words to nobody, she talked to me, but she wouldn't talk to anybody, became very bold and uh, in, not only in her face, she was bold about salvation, but not in other things. She just became bold all the way around, did the whole 360 degrees, circling. And I realized this is what we're trying to tell you to do. See, and when you get so full of this, like when Satan tries to attack you, Man, I'm going to tell you, that Holy Ghost, is, you can pray in the Holy Ghost building up your ho most holy faith. Mm -hmm. So, so maybe sometimes you get up and you ain't feeling right, for lack of a better way to say it. You're kind of down, your faith. Never. Start praying in the Holy Ghost, and all of a sudden you get, I mean, you get a rush. Something begins to happen. Remember, when you got born again, it's an inward thing. When you get filled with the baptism, it's an outward thing, an expression of flowing out. Now, I've had so many people say, well, I don't believe that. That's why you're not getting it. Oh, I, I, I try to make it work. That was my problem. Until one day, and everybody knows this story, a cross-eyed preacher came to town. Mm -hmm. And a wonderful man. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't tell if he was looking at me or not because his eyes are pretty cross. <laughs> and he asked me, would you like to get the Holy Ghost? And I had tried several times, and I was aggravated. I said, if this is a gift, this is the hardest gift I ever got in my life. I ain't doing it. I say, Kathy, maybe it's for everybody, but uh, maybe it's not for me. I'll stay saved. That's not the issue. But I mean, and what he did before I had time to think, to rationalize, mm -hmm. Brother Wallace Key, I'll never forget him. What a precious man mm -hmm. in heaven today. Mm -hmm. Put his hand on my head. And you know, well, he actually put his hand on my head. And I thought, but he, his hand was going to miss my head because I thought he must be seeing two heads, you know, because he's so cross. Was, so I just did this. And I was kind of funny. I was thinking, this guy, you know, he can't see. But, but I didn't have my mind to rationalize. And when it hit me, hmm. 
the rush came. That's about the best way I can say it. I could hear myself speaking in tongues. I thought, wow. Now watch this. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to make this simple so you can understand. I, could, I was like, the best way to say it, it was like, here I am, and then here Jesse, I'm right over here like where my hand is. And I could hear myself just, I thought, wow. wow. And boy, I was being flooded with power. And it made the love of God in me bigger. Hmm. No, it made my salvation stronger. Whoa, my fervent in spirit got more fervent. <coughs> Excuse me. I mean, and I thought, Jesus, what's happening? And I was filled from the top of my head to the soles of my feet, and it exited out of my mouth. Hmm. Then, then, watch this. I went back to my seat after, I guess, 30 minutes or something. Like that. Mm -hmm. And when it was time to dismiss the service, this was unique. I'm telling you my experience. Hey, he said, everybody stand up. We're going to dismiss. And you know how people say, Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord. You know, uh, plead the blood of Jesus, whatever they got to say. And I, I was going to pray. I said, Lord, I just thank you. But I didn't say it in English. It came out in tongues again. Wow. The tongues came out again. Hmm. While we were dismissing the chat, I thought, my God, what is this? And I could feel this. I would stop it, but I could feel it. And oh, I, till today, I start praying in English and I wind up in the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. That's true, ladies and gentlemen. Praying in the Holy Spirit just flows out of me. It's a blessing. Listen, if tongues was of the devil, I would have found it. Listen, I was a heathen. I was a chief of sinners. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm, I, mean, I know a lot of people say, I don't believe in this stuff. But I'm going to tell you something. The power of God will come flying out of you. And when you pray in the Holy Ghost, the devil don't know what you're saying because he's spiritually dead. And that language is spiritually alive. And that holy language glorifies God. Maybe you're watching and thinking, I want that too. You should get it. I said it earlier. What was the difference between the Peter of the Gospels and the Peter of the, uh, of the epistles. The baptism of the Holy Spirit. Something happened to that man. That's power. See, when you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you receive overcoming, not just coming power, overcoming power of God. Christ in you, the hope of glory. And I want to tell you something, it's a gift. Freely given to you. All you got to do is receive it. Well, I try, try and don't get nothing done. Doing does. I just feel the love of the Lord to pray for you right now. Can I do that? Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, I ask you right now to minister to people spiritually, physically, financially, but especially in the area of the baptism of the Spirit of God. Lord, I ask you to let the Holy Ghost just come upon them like it was in the day of Pentecost and let them flow in that wonderful gift. I know some people don't believe in this, Lord, but Satan has tried to stop this but could not do it for centuries. Lord, I decree and declare today people being filled and blessed and touched. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. If this was not true, I, I, I would tell you what. It is true. It literally changed my life. See, I said it earlier. When you get born again, you get that inward spirit of the Holy Spirit. But when you get baptized with the Holy Ghost, it's an outward experience. It begins to flow and it'll just come out of you. It's very hard today for me to pray in English. I start praying in English all the time. But it'll just come out in the Holy Ghost whenever he just wants to talk. And you build up your most holy faith praying in the Holy Ghost. My God, man, I'm telling you, this is so powerful. Yet so many people have misunderstood it.
Now stay right there. I'll be back in just a moment to speak another word to you. I tell you, I'm enjoying this. I hope you enjoyed this. It was on one of our boardroom tracks. It will bless you. Stay there. I'll be back in a moment with another word. So what's next, ladies and gentlemen? So much more. You got to keep your vision moving. You got to keep your faith growing. Don't compromise and don't settle. You're just getting started. Jesse Duplantis' 2022 Visionary Conference, July 14th and 15th at JDM International Headquarters, 1973 Armand Boulevard in Destrehan, Louisiana. Admission is free. Go to JDM.org and register today. Because God wants to take your vision to a new level. Ladies and gentlemen, many people have gotten this book and we want to offer it to you again entitled, What in Hell Do You Want? I preached a message probably 35, 37 years ago and we made it a book. It sold out. It was a number one bestseller. It's, you can only get it in paperback. Now, it's such a blessing. Why would anyone want to backslide? I just don't make no sense to me whatsoever at all. If you'd like to get it, you just go to jdm.org to get your copy and you'll be blessed by it. That's called, What in Hell Do You Want? It's powerful. It'll bless you. Partners, I can't thank you enough for all the wonderful things you do for this ministry. 46 years of preaching the gospel and never had a financial deficit. Why? Let me say my famous statement. I trust you. You trust me and we both trust God. And it's such a blessing to go 46 years without any financial deficit. And the amount of money we have to pay for television, it's in the millions. You understand? I mean, it's a lot of money. But you know what? You trust God, I trust you. We both, we, we just do it. And God honors us. So thank you, partners, for your faithful financial support. We've asked the Lord for every dollar given to our ministry. Give me a soul into the kingdom. We are doing that. That's what it's all about. And I mean that sincerely. It is such a blessing of God to when you, when you flow in the anointing of increase that's on me and when you partner, it will come on you. I'm telling you, I shouldn't have it all. You should have it all to every bit of it, lock, stock, and barrel. Partners, thank you. We also have a wonderful message that we picked for you this month. It's entitled The Meaning of Salvation. I love this sermon. For God so loved the world, the cause of salvation, that he gave his only begotten son the cost of salvation, that whosoever believeth in him, the condition of salvation, that should not perish but have everlasting life, the consequence, the cause, the cost, the condition, the consequence. It's homiletics. It will bless you. It will touch you. All you got to do is go to jdm.org for all the ordering information. So do that and you'll be blessed. Once again, partners, thank you for your faithful financial support. I, I, you know, I hope I say thank you enough. 100% of what you give goes into world evangelism. That's a fact. We've been debt-free so long, we have no concept of debt whatsoever at all in this ministry. Don't forget to tune in next week. I got an explosive new message entitled Expansion, the breath of Christianity. I'll see you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, I have something wonderful to offer you. It's our title and theme for 2022. Go do the work. It's on DVD. You need to get this. It will show you how to do it. It will show you what to do, when to do it, where to do it, and how to do it. Or like Ray Charles used to say, we make it do what it do. Praise the Lord. Go to jdm.org for all the arting information. This DVD will change your life.
I believe that God has placed within each one of us a deep desire to live a better life. Whether it's a life free from pain, fear, or lack of any kind, God wants to bring that to pass for you. In my book, You Are Designed for Glorious Living, you'll discover how to achieve the better life God has for you. You know, long before you took your first breath, God had designs on you for glorious living. You are designed for glorious living. Available at JDM.org. Why are you here? What is the motive? Why do you do what you do in life, spiritually, physically, financially? It should come out of the preaching and teaching of the gospel. That's what I mean by vitalized by larger motives. 